0: Welcome to the Breaking Chains podcast, where we are unified in God's Word, reaching, teaching, strengthening, and nurturing both those who know Jesus and those who are shackled in bondage, looking for freedom through the blood of Christ. I'm your host, Philip Skeens, here to share with you today what the Lord has put on my heart that will prayerfully help each of you in your own special way. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today. Welcome to another edition of the Breaking Chains podcast. Um, I am here today with uh, Pastor Robert Wyatt of Rush Church and the leader of Breaking Chains. Robert, good evening. Good evening, Phil. It's good to be here we're so uh doing these podcasts Uh, we've only done one this is our second one but uh the first one was a lot of fun and um and we've had some great feedback on it so Mm -hmm. i'm glad to be doing this with you today yeah me too uh you gotta start
1: somewhere we we got one we're in the second one we're moving right along
0: moving along (laughs) pretty soon we'll be at 10 20 100 who knows who knows where this train's going we know that God knows, right? Yes. Amen. <laughs> um, so Pastor Robert, uh, this is your first time with us on the podcast and, um, we just kind of want to give everybody a little bit of background of, uh, of who you are. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, uh, so I grew up, uh, in the Catholic church and then, uh, I realized that it wasn't the way God. Uh, it just wasn't where I needed to be, and uh, I was 19 years old in the dairy aisle with uh, my coworkers. One of them being in, who asked me to want if I wanted to go to a Bible study with them, and at that moment. When I was 19 years old, this would have been my last place that I would have said yes (laughs) to is going to a Bible study because I didn't even know what a Bible was at that point at 19 years old. And um, so the reason why I said yes, I still don't know to this day, but God knows. And (laughs) and fast forward. To 2016, I uh, was at this church planning, a young church conference with uh, Rush Church at the time. This was like my first year with them. I was only there for a few months at this point because I've only been at Rush Church for six years. I got uh, my calling to be to do ministry, to do to. To be a pastor, to help people, to lead people. And that's exactly what I've been doing underneath Pastor James Barton, and who's been a great mentor to me. I definitely wouldn't be the man that I am today (laughs) without him. And so I, and then fast forward to 2017 is where my ministry kind of jump started where I got called in 2016 and 2017. I led my grandfather to Christ three months before he died. Hmm. And I've been doing it ever since. And I love every minute of it. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Um, You know, it's, it's funny how God calls people to ministry. At when we least inspect least expect it, mm-hmm. um, you know some of the stories that we hear about when people really knew what their calling was or they was being called from God and where where we had all come from, um, it's really just incredible the way the way God works his miracles um, of ministry and people, yeah, amen yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Uh it's a, it's a great story. Um I'm sure that you there's um a, a lot of depth there and, and we could discuss that for a while, but, uh, oh, but yeah. thank you for <laughs> uh for sharing that with us and and getting, you know, everybody uh, uh, that listens to the podcast uh familiar with uh with who you are. So, you know, as we said last time, we're going to do some different things in the podcast. Um, you know, Robert and his soon to be um Mrs. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll be doing some podcasts, um, myself and Daniel, uh, hopefully we can get Saudi and Laurie, Laurie, oh, yes. um, uh, and then who knows who else and, and what else we do. But, um, this is just a great extension to, for us to reach people. And that's really kind of what we're about. Um, and skipping a little bit forward, and then we'll talk about today's podcast because that's kind of a great segue here. Breaking chains. Mm-hmm. You know, you and and Delaney kinda had this vision of this group, and I think it's kind of changed um, over over a short period of time. But tell us about breaking chains from 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 your heart. Mm-hmm. So for uh,
1: the last few years, I I was leading the young adults because I was in my young adult age. I'm no longer a young adult, unfortunately. <laughs> You're
0: still younger than me, though, uh, by, yeah. by a
1: lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still, I, I I'm growing. I'm phasing out of my young adult age, which is like 18 to like 26 ish. Maybe 30 if you want to push it like I did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so but I I realized that I was on my uh, like. I was limiting people of wanting to come and and uh, it's not that that that's a bad thing, because that's why we have C2 and everything like that here. We're college and career ready uh, where that age group can meet because it is important. But I was kind of not, it's not that I'm not fit to lead them. It's just that I'm in a different stage of life than, than a different, that, a, that a different that, season yeah, in ministry. Yeah, in yeah, different season in ministry. And so uh, Delaney, I was talking to Delaney the one time, uh, one day. This was probably in the spring, maybe early summer. Yeah, spring, early summer. Probably spring. I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, she said something to me that that hit hit home, and she never knew what what it was because I never told her at this point. Well, she knows now because that's the reason why we have breaking chains. Uh, but uh, she told me that she wants to see break uh, chains break broken, and that we should have something that that has to do with breaking chains. And we don't have time for me to go into the full story because that's that's a long in depth story <laughs> of what it is. But the gist of it is near and dear to my heart to people to build relationships, get closer to God. And John eight thirty-six is when you're set free. Uh, when the Lord has set you free, you are free indeed. Mm-hmm. and and that that's near and dear because i want chains broken off of people because it's not that i do it it's all jesus he does it he's the one that sets you free and he's the one that lets you let let you walk in that next glory that he has planned for you because he leads you to the next step and he keeps your path straight and we follow the same guidelines as the core values as Rush Church which if you for those that don't know Rush stands for relate, unite, serve and honor. And so we relate to people, we have built build relationships that is a core foundation of breaking chains is we get to talk to one another, build one another up, pray for one another, connect to people, let it let it be known of who just how's life going? Like, because we all know life gets busy, life gets hard, and we need people. Jesus, Jesus said that Jesus knows that that's why he he let his disciples go out two by two. That's why they met in a room they met daily, they met 24 seven, basically in the early church. And so relationships are big key, and then we're united and we serve one another, and we honor one another, all under Jesus Christ and God's word. So that's kind of a little bit about uh, Breaking Chains.
0: No, it's it's awesome, and I didn't plan to talk about this, but um, again, it's amazing how God works. But because you said that, that whole timeline, because I think that we started coming to Breaking Chains like right after it became breaking chains. Yes. Like within probably a couple of weeks mm-hmm. of that. And, um, and Daniel came first mm-hmm. and, um, he come home. He's like, you want to go? I'm like, well, I thought it was kind of like young adults and mm-hmm. I'm definitely not a young <laughs> adult. Right. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, no. It's, it's kind of for everybody now. If, if you're over 18, I don't, I don't even know if he said over 18, but he said, no, you can come. And, and I came that first night to, to breaking chains. And I think we were at the park, mm-hmm. uh, Boardman park that night. And, you know, and then kind of fast forward to another week and he's like, dad, you want to go on Friday? You know, you want to go to breaking chains. And I'm like, are you sure? It's okay. If I go, And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, it's fine. Um, He said, it's fine for you to come. So it was really probably that week, the second week, or maybe, maybe even the week after, um, that I felt a drawing to breaking Mm -hmm. chains, you know, and um, it's just, again, the timing and the way things are orchestrated by God, um, as long as we follow right it doesn't do god any any good to orchestrate a plan if people don't follow Mm -hmm. yep um and it's that decision that to follow or not and um so we've been here again so whatever that timeline was just a couple weeks after we after become breaking chains um and i've enjoyed every single week um, of getting to know more people, of getting closer to, to the group, and you, mm-hmm. and Delaney, and Saudi and Lori, and, and Stephanie, and just everybody that comes and is a part of Breaking Chains, but really the drawing of God back into the ministry, um, perspective of it. And um, what God's doing now in, in a lot of lives Mm-hmm. through C2, through breaking chains, through some of the other groups that's going on yep. all through the week and in the church here. Um, it's just, it's, it's incredible. And um, I can't wait to see where we go next.
1: Oh yeah. And I just want to say that I thank you for everything that you do for breaking chains too, because without you, there would be no shirts, there'd be no website, <laughs> there'd be no podcasts. Uh, there, just different ways, different avenues for people to just get to know Jesus because that's the most important thing. Amen to that.
0: Um, So, today's podcast, uh, just a couple things uh, before we kind of get off into um, some scripture today in, in a discussion that hopefully I think is going to be really good. Um, but uh, some recent events that we just did as breaking chains and, and not only breaking chains, but Russ church, we did the fall fest and mm-hmm. it was incredible. It did was you? on the 28th of October. And if you missed it, um, hopefully you don't miss the next one because it was great, man. We had tons of food. The chili food. really uh, good. food. Yeah. It was not <laughs> just food. It was really good food. And I, and I think. Uh, Pastor Robert and I may have had a competition on who could eat the more bowls of chili, <laughs> yeah, and pieces of pie. But uh, it yeah, was... <laughs>
1: Delaney said I ate too much that night.
0: <laughs> and I had, uh, I actually had some s'mores too. Actually, I didn't have the s'mores. I had the roasted marshmallows because yeah. i had had enough of the other stuff. But but if you missed it, it was it was a blast. We had a great time. Delaney did a tremendous job on the scavenger hunt and putting this whole event together. Oh, yes. Yes, she did. Um, People enjoyed it. And just getting people talking and communicating, it was just, I didn't participate in the scavenger hunt. I just kind of sit back and watched, Mm -hmm. And to watch the people go around and kind of, you know, ask questions and learn about the other people, it was great. Um, I can't wait till the next, the next event we do. It was fantastic.
1: Yes, uh, it was, it was very, very good. Uh, Not, not only that, we just got done having our our potluck on, for Rush Church. Uh, The first Sunday of every month, there's a potluck. So, and where all that nice food comes back around once a month. So <laughs> you if you if you want to come
0: one Sunday, come the first Sunday of every month because you get great food out of it too. <laughs> Man, we, so we call it rush hour now. I think it was a phrase coined by um, by pastor's son. Uh, maybe Jensen. Uh, Jensen. I don't remember who it was, but I think it came from Jensen. But it was there was so much good food this this um this past sunday it was hard i didn't eat dinner yeah at at night because i'd i'd eaten so much for right after church service uh it was a great time yeah i think i just had a snack (laughs) (laughs) um so so really i mean that kind of leads us again into the church services um that's been going on here at Rush over the past few weeks. God has just really been moving mm-hmm. in the services um, the week before last when the, um, the youth led the yeah. service. And, and then last week and the week, I mean, just week after week after week, God is really moving in um, the services. And it's just um, it's just an incredible time in His presence. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. uh, And
1: I uh, it it goes all to him because there's not one person that just does it. It's it takes willing uh, vessels to just go out and do what uh, what Jesus wants and whether that's to go pray for a person or uh just you hit something like you hear Pastor James message and it hits you, whether it's like because he's in God's calling right now uh, or the the missionaries that come, I think quarterly, like once every three or four months or something like that. There's a missionary that rush sponsors and things like that uh, to where you feel called for missions or whatever the whatever the case may be, there's countless opportunities to serve. And one of the very first things that I think Pastor James has taught me and when I first started coming was when you see a need, you fill it. And that has been something that has stuck with me since is that when you see it, don't expect somebody else to do it. It's you see a need, you fill it. Or when you you hear God's voice, you go out and move and you do it and you do what he's asking you to do. Because even though you may feel uncomfortable, I just got done helping somebody pray. They, uh, this person came to me last Sunday, and said, I think we need to pray for somebody. And uh, they were like, I don't know if I can do it. And I basically said, Yeah, I'll come and help you. And My goodness, like I felt the Holy Spirit in that prayer because the Lord meets you when you step out. Mm -hmm. And I was so proud of this person. And
0: uh, (laughs) it's just good how God works. It's amazing. It it truly is. Um, Just never cease to amaze either, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's really kind of what we're going to talk about today is how big is god's love you know what do we perceive god's love and and how big it is to the reality of what god's love really is and um i told you before we started but uh just kind of a little brief background on where this came from i was traveling last week and i was coming home on saturday morning and I was sitting in, uh, I had a connecting flight through Detroit airport. And uh, it was around launch time. So I thought, I've got a little bit of time. I think it probably about an hour and a half. So I wanted to get something to eat. So I, I went in and sit down. And she put me out right out by the window um, in the restaurant looking at the tarmac. And so I ordered and I was sitting there eating. And it, it just hit me like a ton of bricks and that's the way it happens sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, man, that plane is so big. It was a 767 and if you've never been up close to a 767, it's huge. It is so <laughs> big. I mean, you, you just words can't describe it. But I was sitting there and I thought, you know, when this plane is up in the air at 35,000 feet, and you see it flying over, you see a little tiny thing in the air and a tail behind it, right? The wind stream right right behind it. And then maybe you see it coming in for a landing and you're out on the highway or or something and it's a lot bigger than what it was at 35,000 feet. But until you're right next to one, you really don't know how big a 767 is. And then it hit me again. It's like, you're right. Neither do you know how big, how big God's love truly is Mm -hmm. when you're not surrounded and you're not in it and you're not trying to get closer to it. We just don't really comprehend how big God's love is. And and that's where the, the the background of this comes from. And the the scripture that come to my uh, to heart today, kind of talking about the subject about the perception versus reality of God's love, is Psalm thirty six verses five through ten. Um, you want to read that? Yes, absolutely. I can read that. So it
1: says your unfailing love, O Lord, is a is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice is like the ocean's depths. You care for people and animals alike, O Lord. How precious is your unfailing love, O God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow Of your wings. You feed them from the abundance of your own house, letting them drink from your river of delights. For you are the fountain of life, the light by which we see. Pour out your unfailing love on those who love you. Give justice to those with honest hearts.
0: Before we move on, I just want to take 30 seconds and pray that that scripture sinks in everybody that hears. And hopefully this, this gets to thousands of people someday, some way, but, um, so let's just pray right now over this. Mm -hmm. Um, Father, thank you, Lord, for this this word. Thank you for putting this uh, message on our hearts today to talk about the size of your love compared to what we think about your love sometimes, Father, that you can cover all of us with the shadow of your wings. Father, just let it sink in. Let it resonate within us. Let it never be forgotten how big and how mighty your love is. In Jesus' name. Jesus' Amen. Name. Amen. So, I mean, that five verses, five lines of scripture, mm-hmm. um, is is just it's mind-boggling your righteousness is is like the mighty mountains you know and you know how big we think god's love is is you know we think of a tall building you know the the tallest building in the world today is the uh burj uh, khalifa in dubai it's uh 828 meters or 2,700 a little over 2,700 feet tall you know and it's bigger than the tallest mountain at 8,800 meters tall right or 29,000 feet so we just talked about a jet flying at 30,000 feet and there's a mountain that's 29,000 feet Um, you know or the amazon river which is the longest river and it's bigger than the, the length of the river, and if you think about seven miles wide, that's how big the Amazon is at its widest point. And it's and these things just shadow and pale in comparison to God's love. It's just it's it's amazing. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the
1: times that we get we get lost and we get confused about. God, I don't feel you right now, or God, why are you not there? It's because we get distracted because God's love is always there. He is always there. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. Uh, He leads us to green pastures. He leads us beside quiet waters, like Psalm 23 says. Uh, And so we get conf- we, we, we get it in our heads that we get distracted and we get blinded of The amount that God loves each and every one of us because something's going on or we're busy or we're distracted or we're doing something that's not where he wants us to be. And we're trying to push through that way. Right. And we're trying and but God's saying, no, I want you here. I want you here. And so. And his love is always he loves us but when he loves us that also comes discipline and i don't know why i'm i'm (laughs) saying this right now but like he 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 loves you so much that he wants you to do what he has for you because his plan is so much better than what our finite minds can do his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and he wants us on on his path So when we try to go off this way on our own path, he disciplines us through the Holy Spirit, through the conviction of the Holy Spirit in love, because he is love. He's not going to come any other way. And bring us bring us back to his path. And it's and I thank God for it, because without that, I mean, I've had directions where I wanted to go that way, where I wanted to move uh, the way I wanted to go. But the Lord through the Holy Spirit and brought conviction to my heart, led me to the path of where I am today. And I thank God for it because I love every
0: minute of it. Right. No, I think, I think it's spot on. And, you know, we, I think we've all had our own paths, right? And Mm -hmm. we said, no, this is the way I want to go. And luckily and prayerfully, and hopefully at some point we realized that this is not really the path that we should be on, right? Mm-hmm. Because we get, you know, a sign or a a conviction in the spirit or something that says, hey, you're not supposed to be going this way. Yep. I've got this over here for you. And mm-hmm. it's for sure way better than what you're about to do. Yep. Um, and, you know, y- you hear conversations of people of, and, and it's, it's hurtful knowing, right? When you know that what's being said against God or that's not really what it is, you know, you, you hear people say, well, God's never done anything for me. Oh, but he has, right? Mm-hmm. Before you were ever born, before you ever took your first breath yeah, in this world, God did something for you. Yep over 2000 years ago he paid the biggest debt that anybody could ever ask for mm-hmm. when his son hung on a cross and he did it for you and me before we ever left the womb of our mother yep i mean that's when we talk about a father's love i'm a father um his his love is way 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 bigger than than my than mine mm-hmm. and I love my kids more than you know m- more than life itself so if his love is even greater than that it's really incomprehensible yep how how big his love is yeah and and it's that point that
1: cause we we are uh we do forget sometimes that I don't deserve anything. I don't deserve to be, uh, have anything because I've already been given the greatest opportunity in eternal life with the father, because Jesus gave me that opportunity 2000 years ago when he died on that cross. And that's the greatest thing anybody has ever done for me ever. And that, and that, and that's a reminder that we all need to, to share to hear and to and to share out because we get caught the saying, Well, Lord, please do this for me. Or if you're listening to me, or if you love me, or care for me, do this, or I want to do this way. And the Lord's like, Do you not know what I've already done for you? Right? Do you not do you not know where I want you to be my child, my son, my daughter? I want you to be here. Because this is the path I have for you.
0: Yeah, it's, um, you know, when we talk about breaking chains, um, that's why chains can be broken, Mm -hmm. It's because God gave his son, his only begotten son, right, out of love, so that we have the grace. Um, yep. And through that grace, when we're stuck in, in a dark place or when we feel that the world's against us or when we've lost a loved one, whatever that, whatever that is that puts you in a bad place, God's love is there. And he's yep. there waiting for, for anybody, for me, for you, for whoever that he's just, he's just sitting, you know, it's, it's like when I used to go to my grandparents house, right? My grandfather was always sitting in a chair, just waiting for the grandkids to come.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you'd run in and you'd give him a big hug and and it'd run in the kitchen. Cause my, my grandmother was always in the kitchen cooking something. Um, didn't matter what time of day it seemed to be. She hardly ever sit down, but you'd go in and, and give him a big hug. Right. It, it's like, the Father's love is just waiting for us to come and give Him a hug. Yep, because He will embrace us like no one else can. Mm-hmm. In the in the biggest time of needs, um, and, and I think the the what gets lost is, and it's because we're our nature, right? And it's not an excuse, but it's our nature of of being born in sin, that we, we kind of have this spare tire effect. It's like, you don't ever use a spare tire until you have a flat and you Mm -hmm. need it, you know? And when we have that effect with God and God's love, what he's trying to give us, we just don't know the blessings that we're losing. Mm -hmm. Um, of, of only pulling that spare tire out when you have a flat and, you know, God, just get me through this, this one time, you know, well, you know, it's yes, he will do it, but it's not your We lose so many blessings from God and we, and it's just, it's just indescribable how, how close God is wanting to be to us. But we have to go there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we lose sight in the little things, uh, the little steps that God keeps us to grow because he keeps molding us and forming us until our day of completion, which is when we go meet with, with him. And I thank God for that, because that shows that his love that he never gives up on any, me. He doesn't give up on you. He doesn't give up on anybody else. He He keeps forming us until the until it's our time to see him. Right. And and it's those little moments that if you're not careful, you can quickly gloss over them as just saying, oh, that's coincidence or that's nothing or and the Lord has really shown me the take thought and look at those little moments because there's a little moment then there's a little moment then there's a little moment. And then pretty soon those little moments equal a big moment because it's Your growth is shown in the love that he has for you to take you from the next step to the next step. And uh, to just focus in on when you read God's word and and then you're like, man, you're normally tested in it pretty soon afterwards, like with with wherever you're at with reading, you're you're, going to give an option of whether or not to be angry or not to steal or not to look at a woman or a man or whatever the case may be with lustful intent or whatever the case may be. And, you're, and that's growth. That's growth. Right. It's how you take those moments and how you look at those moments and say, thank God that I'm growing. And thank you, Jesus, for loving me that much to keep me and to change me and to start pointing me to, to be a better, better man towards you.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I, well, I could sit here and talk about this, um, yeah. all night. Um, we're, we're at about 35 minutes now. And, um, so in, in closing of God's love, uh, and how big it is just for everyone that's under, you know, listens to this, this podcast, um, for me, for you. God's love never fails. People will fail. God's love has never failed and will never fail. Mm -hmm. Just got to give him a chance. Yep. You know, when when you're going through those those times of struggle, and those times of hurt and those deep scars and, and whatever, look, there's no greater scars than what was The scars that was made on the Mm -hmm. before and on the cross, the through the all the the beatings and the hanging on the cross, there was no greater scars, no deeper scars. Mm -hmm. But it's just a reminder that whatever scars we have, God will meet us there. If we go to him, you know, it, it takes that action to just step out and say, God, I'm hurting. Mm hmm. God, I have this, this issue, God, I have this problem. Just help me, just comfort me. I, I just want to love you and he will draw you and he will take you and he will draw you closer than you've ever felt possible. If you let him. Yep. Um, that's, uh, great words, um, pastor. And, um, uh, you know, I, I could. Again, I could talk about this all night with you. Um, yes. It's, it's been great. Uh, just a couple upcoming events um, Fellowship Fridays, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. Every Friday, 6 p.m. right now, we're meeting here at, uh, at Russ Church. Yep. Um, if you don't know where it's at, go to the website. Uh, it's breakingchains.me. And um, you'll have directions, a map, address, everything's there. We try to keep it updated with um, with the, the calendar of events and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then church Sunday morning. Yeah, church
1: Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Uh, there are um, plenty of ways to dive deeper in here. I love to talk to you. I love to meet each and every one of you. Come say hello. I am normally uh, here a little bit earlier Trying to get here a little earlier on Sunday mornings, (laughs) but it's now with the clocks back, it it
0: might help me a little bit. (laughs) Well, you'll probably find us, we're usually wearing a breaking chain shirt, yeah, or or, uh, (laughs) most of the time, yeah, Um, but um, yeah, just love to have everybody uh, come and join us. Uh, Nine o'clock, we have um, an adult class, it's called Rooted. And it's um, about being rooted in, in God's love and, and his word. And it's it's been a great class, um, 9 o'clock. And we are um, in the upper room recording this today of what we call the upper room uh, at Russ Church. And uh, it's, it's been a great, great, uh, great time here tonight with you, Robert. Yes, you as well, Phil. Uh, you want to close us out in prayer? I can dear Heavenly Father,
1: Lord. We just thank you for the time that you shared with uh, that you shared with us, and that we get to share with you. Lord, I thank you for the conversation. I just pray for the people that hear this, that they come to know you as a loving Savior that wants to know them dearly. Lord, your word says you knock on the door of every man and woman's heart. You're you're just waiting for that door to be open. So, Lord, I just pray that as people hear this at their door, that they are ready to hear you. And we give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus'
0: name, amen. Amen. See everybody here for the next time very soon. Have a good night. Good night, Pastor. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Breaking Chains. Be sure to head on over to our website at breakingchains.me. That's breakingchains.me and see all the good things that's going on over there. If you need prayer, you can submit your prayer request over there as well. And if you haven't done so, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and daily devotions so that you can receive everything that the Lord gives us to share with you. Until the next time, God bless us all with the strength to break those chains.